listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Gospel Truth. My name is Musima Perez, and thank you so much for tuning in. We are coming to you live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, Clarkop. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And I don't know if you've heard, but you were tuning in for the very last time. And uh, thank you once again for tuning into the classroom. Do catch uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mtetwa every Sunday on the classroom from 6 all the way until 7. And of course... Well, not of course, because this is the last time, but do catch them um, then. But for now, you can uh, catch our conversation on our voice Facebook Live. Um, we are Hope Alive Radio Station, and on Twitter, we're Hope Alive underscore radio. Our supply is 67 And like any other Sunday, we are bringing you wholesome conversations and we are bringing you wholesome people. And today, there are three of them. So I'm meeting three um, impactful people, three um, beautiful minds. And I'm so excited that uh, we get to do this with these particular people. Uh, I'm very excited and I know that you are excited as well. Uh, so do stay tuned in and do remember that you can uh, send a, uh, a, a comment or a question on 067 This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. We're tuned into the gospel truth with myself, Musima Prayers, for the very last time. Now, without wasting any time, I think it's time to introduce our guest tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome. Uh, we have Dumelo Mangazana. He is a producer, he is an organist, and I'd like to say that I qualify as your friend by now. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, yes. Um, he is a producer and he's doing amazing stuff. And we have uh, Dumishang Pasha. Um, he is an incredible guy. He's a pianist and he works for our favorite brand. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, we have MD, producer, songwriter, um, a pianist, Mr. Joseph Makovala. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? Uh, well, I'm all right. I mean, uh, talking from my side, I can't complain, really. Yeah. I'm good, man. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying the best I can. Ah, awesome <laughs> stuff. Uh, so let's just start with some icebreaker questions. And wow. it goes to all of you, right? Uh, mm. Last song you listened to? La Bus Jovela, Oh, How I Love You. Dumelo? You're still checking. Senior uh, <laughs> old featuring Kemichi Enda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mr. Bagula? Um, I was listening to uh, Ayanda Shange. Oh, that's nice. Written uh, by uh, Unatim Zegel. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were an Ayanda Shange fan. A favorite artist you've played for? It's a tough one. This one. Uh, maybe you say the last one we played for. <laughs> 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 I 
Okay, okay. Last last artist you've played for? Well, Nike Colin Malulek, Pastor Colin Malulek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Me, I haven't played for artists in a long time. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Um, I think the last one. Oh, I was playing with Michael David mm-hmm. uh, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you could write a book about your career so far, mm-hmm. what would you title it? Favor is not fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Hey. Just go ahead. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm still trying to think as well, my brothers. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think from the from the like the whole timeline, you know. I would say God's grace in flesh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. God That's God. interesting. That's big. Mm, 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 I think you must come. I'm under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must unlock. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, for me. Um, Yo, how would I sum up my whole experience of, you know, I'm not good with these things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Hebrew yeah. word in it. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, 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 it's yo. gonna make well, sense. Well, I would say um, grace in action, maybe mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. grace, something along those lines. Yeah. And Dumelo, speaking about grace in action, the previous year was quite a big one for you. Yeah. Uh, not long. Not only have you m- been making moves in the gospel space, but mm. you've been making moves in the circular yeah. uh, space as well. I mean, a song that you played on was number one um, yeah. recently, Mo, um, Me Ever After. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how does that make you feel? Was it really ever the plan to go circular? Well... Honestly, it it wasn't really part of the plan per se, but because of the re- the relationships I have around me and stuff, mm-hmm. the people that I know, um, sometimes people would hit you up with work and just randomly, and sometimes you even work on stuff not even knowing who you're working with or mm-hmm. you know, like you're not even you're not the song EMO. Um, I didn't even know who are the, who the artist was. Like I just got the track had no voices and whatever mm-hmm. i just did what i did in the song and the next thing this song is hitting charts like crazy and i'm like hey, mm-hmm. oh okay yeah yeah awesome stuff so do you think that uh, the whole conversation about a uh, gospel musicians tapping into the circular world do you think that conversation has been diluted or it's still there um Quite frankly, I think it's it's still there um, because, like, um, some people still find it a bit hard for to 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 accept Dawaogi. Um The musicians sometimes they find themselves having to do some circular work, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because to know to some people it's like you are beginning to serve. Uh, foreign kingdoms now and all of those yeah, things. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit of a touchy <laughs> subject, you <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it still is a bit of a conversation yeah. around. Yeah. Like how Mzalwane. Yeah, what are you doing? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I yeah. think I think just to enter the I think of the reason course, why yeah. I didn't answer you the last artist I played for. <laughs> Which is <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh wow! And I was like, "Hey, cosplay." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but also, side, a, sorry, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you may, you may, you may. I think the weir- the reason why these things get weird is because um, when it comes to what we do, um, 
people like separating what we do to what other people do. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Christian, every work you do is God's work in a way. Mm-hmm. So if you're a doctor, you're doing God's work. But you don't say as a doctor, I don't see non-Christian patients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it's like, why are we saying if you're a keyboard player, Mm-hmm. who's anointed and called for such a timeless list like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> why are we segmenting him to mm-hmm. a market if mm-hmm. what he's doing is God's work yeah mm-hmm. absolutely but that's just the thought yes and and uh, Mr. Joseph you are also sort of in this in a similar conversation I mean ministry versus industry <laughs> that's been a very yeah. popular conversation lately um, could you break it down for us you know what's the difference I mean if I'm in the industry am I not doing ministry um i think the the comparison is unfair and okay. probably unnecessary because uh, ministry is in its simplistic form it's serving mm. so now how you serve varies mm-hmm. and what you get as a consequence of serving varies mm-hmm. so now because you get something for serving doesn't mean you're a better servant. It just is a context that, that you're in. So people who get paid um, for doing ministry, for serving, mm-hmm. we can consider them to be in an industry because of the rotation of currency. Mm-hmm. But it it really doesn't mean you're more anointed when you are not getting paid. <laughs> and <laughs> and, yeah, and do your canal when you get paid. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, ministry is service. Industry is just the context where there's a flow of, of currency. There's a rotation of money. So mm-hmm. um, that happens even in church. Uh, when we give, there are people who get paid, but some of them are serving. Uh, to serve is not like you're doing it for free. To yeah. serve is just means you're providing a service that people need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you could be commissioned by God himself, you could be commissioned by an individual, but that's service, that's ministry. Mm-hmm. So if the lights go out and you guys go hire an electrician, that's a form of serving. And if he decides to not ask for a fee, but you give him a fee anyway, or if he asks for a fee and you pay it, uh, that's a different conversation to ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still serving whether he gets paid or not. So I think it's a it's a weird and unfair comparison. Uh, some people get paid and some people don't, and mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another way to look at it, perhaps, uh, I think I heard someone say that industry is more of your clits and your clam, and and ministry, you know, it's more of uh, really pouring out your spirit and <laughs> and laying yourself you know it's more about really being prayerful whereas um in in the industry you're trying to sell yourself as a brand and not really as a servant if i may yeah that sounds cool and all but <laughs> i think again it's 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 because it begins with with the unnecessary comparison between ministry and industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes industry industry is just money. It's not, it's not all those details. Mm. And because the other thing people are overlooking is that if you're doing ministry, if you're doing God's work mm-hmm. and you're doing it well, you are a custodian or in Christian language they use, uh, uh, what do they, what's that thing in Corinthians? 
steward. You know, mm. they like steward, this one. Yeah. yeah. So when you're a steward, you have a responsibility to present what God has given you in the best light. Mm-hmm. It's like the idea of the parable of the talents. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when you put effort into presenting what you've been given to take care of right, mm-hmm. you're putting aesthetics on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the fact that you're in, in the industry and mm-hmm. you're not in ministry. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just the general case that mm-hmm. if you were a preacher, as a female, yes, you wouldn't show up in a bikini, mm-hmm. not because <laughs> of any other reason, but because you're trying to put this gift that you have in the right light. Yeah, mm-hmm. because if you show up in a bikini, maybe your effectiveness might be a little bit compromised mm-hmm. with your male audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same idea. If if I have a concert and I want to put lights on it, it's because I want people to see me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I'm trying to make sure that the branding is solid, is mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get more people to reach me uh elijah said or is it elisha it's one of them yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there's an incident where naaman has has leprosy mm-hmm. and the king sends him with a letter to the other king mm-hmm. and he says heal him because they heard that they can heal a leper mm-hmm. and when he's distressed they're thinking this guy is just trying to start a war elisha says to him bring him here so that he may know not that there's God in Israel, but mm-hmm. that there's a prophet in Israel. Yeah. That's branding. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. He just wants people yeah. to know. That there's a prophet <laughs> in Israel. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's, it's, not as, it's not always as sinister as people make it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the comparisons should be happening because the other detail we are overlooking is that we could never at any point know the heart of a man. Mm-hmm. So right. you Only can't God judge my right. motives yes, yes. not knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. And the last time I checked, y- you were not uh, playing in church, right? Am y- I correct? Yes, I'm not. Yes. Uh, so the reason why I'm asking is that upon that conversation, there's a sub-conversation, <laughs> right? And that conversation is um, especi- more especially directed to um, the musicians, the worshippers, you know, uh, that when we are at church, we should try to be more accommodating to the congregation, uh, meaning that we should not be too complicated with our music, with the music that we present, you know, because we are fellowshipping and not necessarily putting on a show. You know, uh, Dumela, could you help us with that? Yeah, no, I think for me it's um, one of the things that I really think has been a major contributing factor to the that conversation even happening in the first place was Tabayahoge. Um, like uh, Brother Joseph was saying, you, know, you, you can never really tell a person's heart. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we can't deny the fact that sometimes there are those moments where you'd find people go to church or go to wherever, whatever concert, having whatever motives that they're having. They want to push their own agendas there and um, and by saying their own agendas, I mean like mm-hmm. more than gotcha, yeah. um, them actually letting God use them to minister to the people that are there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so that that is one element for sure that I, I, I think we can't deny at all. Um, yeah, I think that's just as far as I can go. For now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like to weigh in on that? Um, that's a very interesting one. And um, I once um, came across this other um, um, musician online giving a workshop. He gave two comparisons of types of worship. 
you know, mm-hmm. just going to use the church context that there is inductive worship and deductive. All right. You know, I'm just going to give you a little scenario. Um, you, Musima, you get the microphone mm-hmm. and then you just start. Dumel is already in the mm-hmm. uh, singing intro and then you're like, how great is our God? Mm-hmm. Sing with me, how great. Then the church is waiting for the time where the church comes yes, in, you yes, know? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. And then, then mm-hmm. they go in. That's deductive. Like mm-hmm. you rock up on stage, you sing, and you say how great is God, and people just say how great is our God. Mm-hmm. Now, inductive is like where you, before you actually minister or start the song, mm-hmm. you make people think about the greatness of God. Right. You know, during COVID, perhaps, that mm-hmm. they've survived through COVID, and maybe they went through a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. As you are ministering in that section, before the music, yes, regardless of how the music is going to come yeah. in, mm-hmm. you know, preparing the people so that they can own their own response to God. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we are, mm, so good. As, as worship team members, we are not there to carry people's response to God's or to give mm-hmm. God worship. Mm-hmm. But they should, we are coming together to, get, uh, to fellowship. Yes. Meaning that they have their own response. Mm-hmm. So as musicians, I think it's very sensitive that let's not take that response away from them. Mm. Mm-hmm. By making yeah. deviating them to uh, away from the focus yes. of actually worshiping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I will say that. Mm-hmm. But also, it speaks to they, it's a, it's just the context of the church. Mm. You know, if you start, if you begin a church that is full of musicians, they will understand yes. arrangements. Yes, yes, yeah. and all of yeah. those things, and appreciate them. and appreciate mm-hmm. them. There are people that will know that you're playing the wrong note. Mm. Ah, but that intro, no, the BPM mm-hmm. has changed. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So those, it'll be bad. It'll be good for them. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. there are those. It's about reading the environment. The yes. I'm going to say it lightly. Mm-hmm. Reading the environment mm-hmm. and then letting God, allowing God to lead you into that environment. Mm-hmm. Yes. As w- yeah. So yes. Um, it's a very interesting thing you said because I know at my church uh, when you are leading the service the pastor doesn't allow you to go more than three lines you know mm-hmm. for Robert Teddy Solo um, would you like to, to comment on, on that question? Uh, I think the only contribution I would like to make is, uh, it's exactly what Dumishang is saying it's, it's, it's reading the room mm-hmm. but also a significant thing is I'm always uh, apprehensive when I hear these conversations around complexity in play. Mm-hmm. Because I think if we are not careful, we will end up breeding a culture that is afraid of creativity. 100%. Because we think playing complicated is necessarily a bad thing. Mm. Um, I mean, I think God has an expectation on us mm-hmm. for us to go very far yeah. in in searching out the gift he has given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, without encouraging people to to be out of context, but I think generally whenever these conversations are had, I hear such an overemphasis on simplicity that mm-hmm. it sometimes yeah. seems like there's an issue and a vedetta against skillfulness, yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. that should mm-hmm. not be the case. Right. Mm-hmm. People should really tap very far into their skill, and you will never know this is where things are very tricky. You will never know if people will not receive 
this as complicated mm. or not. Mm. So mm. just keep going in and read the room. So and the beauty of church is that that's the space. Yeah. It, like yeah, yeah. it's a bit harder to read the room when somebody has paid two million rand to record. It's like they need mm-hmm. to you need to be <laughs> you need to play it safe. Yeah. yeah. But when yeah. you're in church, I mean, just play that chord. Let it be out of context, mm-hmm. and and you be like, see what happens. Mm, it's like okay, too much. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. try another one or try yeah. a different song. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I just I just say it, it is good to to be solid to to be somber and not disruptive but let's let's not crush the spirit of creativity mm-hmm. allow mm-hmm. people to really be as good mm-hmm. as they possibly can be mm-hmm. I, I think i would love to oh sorry yeah um to add on that but i'm going to be very short yeah i think also remember congregants also listen to music yeah they might not be musicians mm-hmm. but you know hooks you know mm-hmm. those things where someone will go like the song goes like da 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 and then you get to church and then they're ex- anticipating that part mm. mm-hmm. yes. because they're yes. not musicians but mm-hmm. because they listen to the song mm-hmm. for a long time they're like okay here's the part that is coming mm-hmm. and then perhaps then you get like ah, let's cut it it's too complicated but then that person go like ah, was man. anticipating that you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's very like as he's, as he's saying you know reading the room and also not shying away from growing yeah you know yeah i always mm-hmm. say that um, I always say at, at my church that guys, these people listen to the music. Mm-hmm. When Absolutely. Dr. Dumi releases an album, they listen to the tea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then some. That's how they actually even communicate. Hey, Dumel, do you have that song, man? Oh, you mean that song? Mm-hmm. So that creativity, because I credit the music that we're doing in church is what people has really have released. Mm-hmm. And then we only do it perhaps on a Sunday. Yeah. But the rest of the six days, people are listening, to, listening that to that music. music and we are reproducing True. that music. True. Mm. True. Yeah, Linda, I, w- I think I was just going to reiterate on point Kotman uh, uh, Like, I think it's it's more of... Um, it, it, it's For me, it kind of goes back to what you were saying as well mm. in terms of our response to God. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's it should be a thing of um, more of an expression thing than anything else. Really express yeah. what you want to say with to God mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. your instrument, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I believe, okay, like if if really your heart is in the right place, then I believe somehow the Holy Spirit will lead you into the mm-hmm. place in which you should go. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. But. Um, Again, like I'm saying, well, there's also that other side. More loving, more to you. Come with your own uh, ideas. today, and then you you just end up messing up the whole thing. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. So yeah. for me, I think it's it's really it really has to do a lot more with expressing yourself and expressing what you want to say to God mm-hmm. with your instrument at that particular time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, would we then say that the balance is in reading the room? Is that where the balance is, really? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. It, for me, it's it, it's a combination of things. I think. Yes. Obviously, the highest thing is always. Peter said to the to the whole congregation of Sanhedrin who were trying to shut him down. He said to them let you decide is it better to hear god or to hear man Mm. and so that's our highest reference is god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so sometimes god calls you to a path where people will not respond to what you're 
what you're doing intentionally mm-hmm. like, exactly like yeah. god yeah. called isaiah and the first thing he told him was that when you preach they won't hear you mm. yeah when you demonstrate they won't see it and so some people are called to walk that narrow very lonely path mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if god has called you to that and in the room you know that if i was to just sing but the lord has called me to this part mm. our highest reference is not the room but mm. the room is important mm. so the highest reference like dumelo is saying mm. hear what god is saying and mm. subjugate your intentions and your desire to be great to his plan mm-hmm. and then the room just helps you to better express what god has called you to mm. but never over prioritize the room mm-hmm. yeah yes 100% yeah a very beautiful response. Sure. There you have it ladies and gentlemen. This is a gospel truth. Do you remember to send a comment or question on 0671531089. This is Hope Alive Radio Station shaping minds for a better future. This is Hope Alive Radio shaping minds for a better future. The station with the best, me, best, me, best, me, best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the mu- best music. by Colin Manileke from his word prayer uh, word prayer worship yeah album yes he's saying yeah because he played on it uh, <laughs> you know you just know. you know i mean earlier, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean earlier on when we came in he was like uh, you know you've made it in life you know when you just walk in casually and a song that you played on <laughs> is playing <laughs> why aren't you mentioning who i was making that statement to but now it's back to you three fingers are pointing back at you now <laughs> how was your experience playing on this album yo it was a, it was an it was really amazing i don't want to lie i think this has had to be like one of the um the best projects i've ever gotten to work on you know mm. um like being behind the whole um experience of trying to build up the music from the ground up mm-hmm. i think it mm-hmm. was it was and seeing this whole thing come up so nicely to being what it is today i think it's just one of the things still living they're really fulfilling to see and people's responses as yeah, well to yeah. the music you know mm-hmm. and you see some comments that people make on social media how some of these songs are are making them to have like testimonies and stuff mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i think for me that's just one of the things that are really fulfilling with what the work that i do you right. know seeing it um seeing the results of it being tangible in mm. right in my eyes and literally seeing someone's life being impacted through what I'm do- what I was a part of as well. Mm. Yeah, I think for me that there's nothing else that beats that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what has serving under Muruti Colin taught you? Yo, 
yeah, no, he's taught me quite a lot. But I think um, one of the lessons that he has taught me um, that has always been on my mind quite frequently, um, you know, when you're serving God, sometimes it's easy to, to look around because you're serving people. Sometimes mm -hmm. you do get hurt and whatever, you know. Because yeah, people are all, people will always be people, right. and always you you'll get people trying to to rob you and cheat you mm -hmm. and exploit you, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I think if you just remember when your reward doesn't come from those people, it comes mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just makes life a whole lot more easier because now you right. even expect a little bit more, le a little bit less from people, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. instead of just um, putting your expectations on men to be the ones to reward you, you know, for whatever service that you're doing. Um, yeah, I think for me, that's just one of the things that has been really liberating, you know. And it, it kind of also took me back as well in my past years of um, serving in different places and whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. um, some of the things that I've had to go through. Hey, Pella, happy Barcelona sometimes, but don't go in Sayong. But I heard a blind, you know. Yeah, but I heard a blind. So, um, but I mean, when you know who you're really doing it for God, I mm. think just. Yeah, the the reward comes from God, and so feel like we would just try to you know um, look for your reward from God Himself, mm -hmm. and just leave that to right. you know, just yeah. do whatever that you're doing for God, and just whatever happens after that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and He'll be the one to reward you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Adumisha, you once mentioned. That and I quote. What quote, that Papa? Philosopher. In music creation, the more you try to cut costs and corners, it's the more you cut down on the quality of the music being created. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, con I confirm. That's definitely you. And you work with one of the best um, um, instrument uh, manufacturers in the country. Um, mm. Where was that thought coming from? Um, I'll tell you this um, from a musician point of view. Um, your previous project is not better than your current, you know, in most cases, mm. in the sense that especially... Um, when you look at your past work and your current, like Dumelo, ne? Mm -hmm. when you said that this is kind of the best, mm -hmm. and it's all about not no only the result, but the whole process of you achieving that mm -hmm. thing. Yes. You know? And for me, um, I'll tell you this, that actually even working, um, getting to work with, 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 with Roland, mm -hmm. ne? Why uh, did you mention them? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> free publicity. <laughs> free publicity. <laughs> now, is that um, one of their um, logos or slogan is that mediocre is not an option, mm -hmm. you know? And I've always tried to be better than what I was yesterday, even on personal things, mm -hmm. you know? Not only me. Like, these things, they also resonate to your whole of your life. You'd be surprised that Dumelo, because of how you treat your music, 
you treat any other aspects of your life with the same principles. I don't know if you get what I mean. Yeah, you yeah. know, discipline is involved. Mm-hmm. Um, always having an opinion that, Ish, man, do you think this track will make it? It gives you that thing out, Ish, man, I'm trying to do make this decision. Do you think I should do it? But it's outside music. Right. So for me, because I, 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 I was trying to always be better than what I did previously, mm-hmm. it influenced the fact that I actually even get to work with this brand, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because um, m- the first flagship keyboard I had of them, you mm-hmm. know, was a Phantom. Yes. And normally people would just buy them for the sounds, but there are literally a lot of things you can do, you know, and I did the unimaginable. I mm-hmm. put guitars inside. A friend of mine was, he didn't have an amp. He placed his guitar inside. I put a microphone. I live recorded our session and I reproduced it, and I mixed it on the keyboard and exported the tracks, mm-hmm. you know? So those kind of things are not standard things. I went the extra mile, mm-hmm. and then the brand recognized that, eh, hey, the things you're doing with our board, how did you actually get to find them? Mm-hmm. So now the quality and not just being face valued on a product is what attracted them. Mm-hmm. to go like, hey, man, we'd like you to actually work with us. Yeah. You know, because of understanding of uh, uh, more depths of the product, mm-hmm. to understand what makes the product to be the product. Yes. So I would say that the fact that I'm always wanting to be better than myself yesterday actually got to my point that everything that I put my hands on, yes. I have to really know it, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that. Mm. Speaking of boards... Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very intrigued um, as to because I mean I'm not a pianist, right? Do we really need to keep making more keyboards? You know, different versions of keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> Is it necessary? Oh wow! <laughs> what a question. Oh wow! Is it you know? Because I mean, these debates are always, are always going on, and I saw on your status the other day, you know, speaking, and Dumela speaks about it also almost all the time mm. you know that the sound and that sound and it's all the same to me uh, I think it's important you know because um, music or musical instruments are evolving together with technology mm-hmm. compatibility with technology right. so if your keyboard is not compatible with the latest software that you'd use for a live recording uh, things like Dante, mixers, those complex things. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I would say that technology is evolving mm-hmm. around us, the mm-hmm. way we cell phones, you know. And now cell phones communicate with keyboards for convenience kind of vibes, you know. So definitely evolving and improving is very necessary. But also sounds. But I want him to answer. You know, because mm-hmm. I think sounds get improved mm-hmm. um, um, with every new product or every new keyboard. Right. And it's funny that we actually even the inter- the thing about sound is that it's beautiful. That you also want to even preserve the old sounds. You know, when you mm. go for yeah. old samples. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the whole physical body of that product cannot be reproduced so we're trying to reproduce the sound Mm -hmm. so now every time we make a new product or any brand makes a new product they are trying to actually get the authenticity 
of that sound. So definitely, mm-hmm. but I want him to answer. <laughs> Please <laughs> take answer. it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, a complicated question to answer because <laughs> I think the only reason why people raise the question is because they, you see, what you said about how you apply yourself mm-hmm. in one area impacts on any other area. Mm. To steal from that point, I think if you want to interpret the world, just look at one area that you are skilled in mm. and try to see how that plays out in other areas. So it's like um, the first time I got into a Mercedes Benz and drove it mm-hmm. was in 2005. Mm-hmm. It was a C180 compressor. With When I was in that car, it felt like there is no way that a car can be better than mm. this. Mm. Gotcha. That was in 2005. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I drove the same car, I'm like, what's wrong with <laughs> <laughs> it? <laughs> Can't keep Stay up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like the, there's, there's, there's always functional value in improvement. Mm-hmm. And, and I think because, because generally by designs, w- as humans, we are geared toward perfection. So, Mm. And, and perfection being God, it's it's the qualityness mm. that seeks Him. Yes, yes. Uh, if you think makeup can be improved upon, if you think hairstyles can be better, mm. then maybe we don't need more keyboards. But if you think, <laughs> <laughs> but if you think wow. we <laughs> so slick, <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's, it's that idea. If no. if you wanna get rid of your iPhone 12 for an iPhone 14. That's why we need a new keyboard. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's simplified. Yeah. Simplified. The simplified version. Yeah. No. Um, would you tell us about the Dende uh, competition and how it's been running and the essence of it, uh, really? Um, funny enough, before even yeah. your questions, yes, <laughs> we were just talking yeah. about it, and um, um, uh, Ubu Joseph was asking about asked Dumela about the difference between Limpopo. Tende and KZN, mm-hmm. you know, and I think um, for us, I was actually just telling them that there's a, actually a Facebook group that has 126k followers, mm-hmm. members, mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. and they strictly speak Tende. Actually, the um, the the creator of the the group is my friend Tandanani mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. KZN. Right? Oh yeah, I follow him on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Tandanani. Um, if you post anything not related to Itende, he mm-hmm. moves you out of the group. Ooh. That's how strict the group is. Mm-hmm. And But also from a community point of view, ne, the sound ya Itende is so independently, or rather the community is so independently growing mm-hmm. and og- actually also being sustained, you know, to a point that Dumelo is a very great keyboard player. Mm-hmm. But when he plays Itende, KZN guys, they go like, ah, Something is off. Something is off. Because I remember when I was doing the promo video for yes. the competition, uh-huh. um, one of the comments b- said that I lay it in your cheese boy. It in your cheese boy. It in your cheese boy. But anyway, the essence of the competition really is to, um, we, they, you know, um, there's a keyboard that everyone knows, the Roland E09, E-series, like E300, E500, e Yes, that E36, one, I know it. E500, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So literally, it's still selling in the market for like 21K. Mm. 
literally people spend 21k to buy the e500 mm-hmm. and not for the whole board not for the whole functions but for particular sounds yeah right mm-hmm. people will carry it in a taxi just for particular sounds yeah you know and some of the beats so the essence of the competition is to technology what we spoke about that you don't need to have go and get the e500 those big old discontinued keyboards mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. which are still proper yes. you know in the context of the music mm-hmm. yeah. right but what we did we redesigned the sounds from all the e500 e600 um e36 e09 you mm-hmm. know and then we've put them in a usb mm-hmm. and then now you can actually get all those sounds onto your xps10 one of the products which is an expandable keyboard yes it has all the intended patches from the all all the e-series keyboards so the essence of the competition is people to be aware that you don't need to spend 21 anymore you can spend a 9k 10k Mm -hmm. with a more technologically advanced board and still have the sounds yes it's compatible it's very small mm-hmm. and still is effective so the competition is just awareness people playing the xps 10 <laughs> with the sound to go like um eh, okay mm-hmm. you know and then people are drawn to it and then they save also yeah because also you'll be surprised that the sounds were being sold on facebook for like Uma 1k someone who designed the sounds mm. using fruit to loop reason and whatnot and yeah. were like uh, dm me for the sounds but what we did, the sounds are available on the Roland website for free. For free, yeah. I downloaded them myself. Yeah, you know? yeah. sure. So it's the essence of shifting that community. Because remember, there's actually in the XPS 10, there's that bank, yeah, South Africa 152. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was made straight from Japan, mm-hmm. you know. Because that, song, that sound had influence, and that's a strictly South African sound, Yeah, you know. And so it's just literally just trying to hear what the people want, you know, because now um, the people wanted the sound, so it had to just be made. Mm-hmm. The essence of the competition is to show or to let them know that the sound is available and you can access it, access it at any time. And speaking of the South African sound, do you think, do you guys think that um, we're at a point where South African sound is dominant in South Africa and we're not borrowing so much from the Americans or Europeans? Um, well, I don't think, I don't think um, it, uh, the, the South African, well, the South African sound is, is dominant to an extent, but um, the influence of the American music, especially in our churches and stuff, I, I still feel like it's, it's still there. There's still a lot of it, a lot of it because you go into a lot of churches now. They are singing um, like CCM stuff, you know, um, this soft rock type of vibe and all of that, you know. Um, well, at least some of the churches that I've been to, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 all of that vibe. But um, but I I believe well, even this this whole and it and the culture is kind of growing as well in some type of, like Dumishang was saying, over there, like there's a really, really strong community that's coming up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Linda even, I, I only ex- actually started getting into this, Itende, like only just a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. I've, I've not always been a follower because from my upbringing, but I've always been listening to like American stuff yeah, and whatnot, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, I've, I've always felt the need to also tap into my roots as well. 
So hence, Linda, I started getting into um, Itende and started following Bonaba Tswanantabuaga Bonabutandanani and all of those people, mm-hmm. you know, trying to sh- just figure this thing out for myself as well as to how it works out. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think there is still a lot of American influence, but um, the tent, the Itende movement is also growing as well in the mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph. Please repeat the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking if um No I'm I'm playing. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm just playing. Um, it's okay. Yeah. It, yeah. The thing is right now influence is um has grown to an unprecedented level, especially because of the high levels of exposure. Mm. I remember back in the nineties, uh my brother loved Kirk Franklin so much that some of his music was not sold locally. So he would ask the music outlets to order it for him. Mm-hmm. And he would pay a lot more just mm-hmm. for a simple CD. Um, now, you can find some guy in, in the most remote places <laughs> in the United States, places you didn't even know exist, and you can kind of interact with the music so but mm. the beauty of it is that the influence is not so linear now because back then when we were influenced by american music we were influenced by a specific type Records of Ameri- american music mm. we were all influenced by the same type of thing mm. yeah and mm. and now uh and now the influence is more diverse it's not just american yeah uh we have nigerian influence we have mm-hmm. Ghanaian influence we have uh, uh, Australian influence uh, in some places. So it's that diverse, but also there's an interest on the ground that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with of people, like Dumel was saying, who have a desire to now find individuality in the midst of this whole influence. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then we have, in a big way, a growing number of people who want to give South Africa a representation mm-hmm. in yeah. the conversation of yeah. the world. Mm. And already it's, it's been happening in a very significant way in the secular space. I mean, now Mapiano is a global phenomenon. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and other things have been happening in the secular space where South Africa has been represented in a global sense. And so now the gospel space, I think, could be getting close to that. Mm. We're not fully there yet, yeah. but I think the way it's organizing itself, like mm. with the type of things Dumishan was telling us, with tent music, and generally with the desire that we all have, it's like I I have this growing desire myself to kind of get deeper into traditional African, specifically South African mm. music, because mm. I think it's a big heritage that has been left it's on the table. Yeah. 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 So, So I think... The influence will always be there, and the influence is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that influence is going to uh, push us forward in our expression of our own African sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I answered it, but somewhere there. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> not too yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking about this vast influence that we have, uh, for someone who aspires to be like, you to be a Joseph Makwela or mm. to be uh, a Dumi, uh, 
what would you say is the importance of being versatile and flexible, especially in this time that we're living in, that there's Nigerian music, there's uh, Ghanaian music, you know, and, and, and so forth? Um, versatility is always appreciated, but it also needs management. Mm. Uh, because... Uh, so I, I heard someone say that South African musicians are the most versatile musicians in the world mm. because they tend to generally focus on different things at the same time. Uh, I remember back in the years, I think a friend of mine, uh, Lungile Madunai Drama, did a tour with a guy called Eddie Grant, who's a big deal songwriter, wrote some music for U2. Mm -hmm. So the tour was actually a U2 tour and Eddie Grant was a part of, part of the acts. And so they, they did a a Europe tour with U2. And part of the reason why he came here to find a band was because of that idea that South African musicians, musicians are very versatile. Um, so now, the paradox is this. Uh, if you try too hard to be versatile, you run a risk of not being effective. Mm. Um, but also, if you zoom in too much into one lane, it blinds you to what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. So now, you are trying to make to manage being effective in what you do, but also you are trying to not be too closed up to miss what's happening around you because you could think sure. you're killing it until you see how far everybody else is. Sure. Like a simple thing, I could be, I could be thinking I'm a revolution until I see <laughs> what they're doing, in 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 like uh like like just this basic thing like um the the tent music, mm -hmm. not even comparing with secular, mm -hmm. just just the fact that I could be assuming that contemporary is doing well mm -hmm. simply because contemporary artists, generally because of their branding, they show up more. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because they know how to create the posters that look fancy <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you could miss that. It's like now, uh, the reason why we're having a conversation about tent is because I'm doing a production with a Limpopo artist mm -hmm. for a Limpopo tent style kind mm -hmm. of music. Mm -hmm. um, and that market is growing so much. Mm -hmm. And the things they're doing there are blowing my mind. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows about them mm -hmm. because they don't organize themselves the way a, secular a yeah secular mm -hmm. artist or contemporary gospel artists do because mm. contemporary guys are very they 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 are influenced by elevation so elevation yeah. is a PR <laughs> yeah it's yeah. yeah so it's that idea that it's it's it is generally important to be versatile what I'm trying to say is it's important to be versatile but you kind of need to have a balance in 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 your versatility against knowing the path you're walking mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so if because you know. Yeah, general all <laughs> traits, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Do me, <laughs> would you like to throw something? I up? honestly, I don't. I, if I can try to, I don't. <laughs> I couldn't have answered it better. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah, mm -hmm. I fully agree with them. All right. Mm. Um, I see your texts uh, are coming in. Do remember that you can still do that on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. I am hanging out with the Dumishang Pasha, Dumelo Mangelana, Patrick. <laughs> Oh, yo, yo. And, <laughs> Are you and Joseph Makula. Where did you get that name? <laughs> oh. So it just Your gave out. Pet. <laughs> Guys, it's not pet. Let it's Patrick. You, let me give you a pet on the back. <laughs> <laughs> nice 
This is the gospel truth and hope on our radio station shaping minds for a better future. Where do I start, man? Where do I start? But all I can just say is thank you for for the warm heart that you have. Thank you for being the lady that you are. You know, my ladies, you understand? You are a lady. I'll find out what and thank you for the passion that you have for radio and for the shows that you've been pushing. I just want to appreciate you and um, thank you for all of that. And, uh, you know, may the good Lord open more doors for you. May you be blessed beyond the mind, what it can think, you know. Um, I'm going to miss your shows, man. I'm going to miss you but may the good lord keep you and bless you and strengthen you and open more doors for you wherever you're going and uh, having cross paths with you has been one of the greatest thing ever and uh, we still have a lot to work on and to do um even more and uh, you are a blessing. Thank you very much, Ms. Musima. Shop, shop. Oh, this is from TK. TK. Ah, oh, man, Musima. Uh, you've just, you know, ah, oh, man, this is, you know, this is bittersweet, you know. Sweet because of, you know, when I look back at the work that you've done throughout the past three years, I believe it is. You know, I can just only not sit back and smile and be in awe of everything that you have done for Hope Alive Radio and just personally as well, just to see the growth over the past three years and the impact that you've had over so many lives and the great guests that you've had in studio as well. Oh, it's been phenomenal. And it's better because of, I mean, change is not always good, you know? And this is where the part where, as being a, a human being and someone who, you know, is very fond of Hope Alive radio station to know that you're no longer going to be here and this is your last show. Yeah, you know, it's more like, I uh, know, like that sucks, that sucks, but you know, I mean, no, there's no better way but to just like celebrate you and to celebrate the gift that you have been, the gift even to the kingdom as well, you know, and the awesome impact that you've had so far. 
I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are going to miss you dearly here at Hope Alive Radio Station. I know I'm going to miss you as well. But I really hope that the next phase or chapter of your life, whatever you're planning on doing, should be bliss and should be something that you really want to do. Thank you very much. This is the Gospel Truth on Hope Alive Radio Station. Thank you so much for your voice notes. I appreciate it. (laughs) You want to do the link? (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. You can try. You can uh, try. Uh, Who knows? Uh, maybe uh, uh, you know one of your talents I is radio. I, I don't consider myself well, very well spoken, so I, I don't want to be tripping over my tongue. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You get. You get your chance. Um, let's talk. creative uh, process. Um, how does your creative process differ from project to to project? There's a lot of interpretation that com- goes in. You know. Um, in the sense that um, you need to get, let's say if it's, it's an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to get into the artist's mind ne? and recreate that, what, what the artist wants and then add what you think would be best suited for what the artist wants mm-hmm. from your experience. Hence, they chose you. Perhaps maybe a track record of work know they've seen that okay i want this sound but now i have this um i'm gonna give this to dumelo he's gonna put his sound Mm -hmm. but obviously you're working based on what perhaps the artist has in mind so now that's the beginning of the creative process Mm -hmm. now you start saying how am i gonna bring this to life Mm -hmm. you know and that's just it's um it's um making it sound simple but it isn't and I think that's from, I mean, the others would add, um, that's from working with an artist's uh, point of view. And personal projects are also, Dumela, how many projects of yourself do you have and they're not finished? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> let's not even go into my archives <laughs> because, yo, it's quite a lot. Yeah. It's quite a lot. So yeah. I think also with me, almost musicians, for their personal things, they begin some. They get an idea, but then to continue and mm-hmm. finishing it is 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 um, it's so tricky in the sense that most of the time. So it's it's you're in a creative moment. Mm-hmm. Then you need to be disciplined enough to recreate that moment to continue with the same moment. I don't know if I make sense. You know, because creative moments they come and go. As you grow in life, they come and go even mm-hmm. faster. You know. So I think uh, for me, it's once you have that, that is why I always, when I get something, I always go to the keyboard, store it, and then maybe write something that could have influenced why I did. Mm. Because, you know, you could actually design something or record something, but then if you don't have a reference of that moment, it goes a different direction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it go, it, it, it's different. For me, I try to retain something that will bring me to that creative moment so that I can continue with it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. It could be a note, it could be a color, it could be a reference of a song, maybe mm-hmm. one project. That, remember, this project is what will articulate or, or color this song. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, it's, it's most of the time like that. I always try to get myself into that creative thought or creative moment process so that I can be able to continue mm-hmm. yeah but discipline definitely because discipline is the one that's gonna 
make me continue with the project until it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we? Mm. How does the creative process differ from one project to another? Well, yeah, it's for me I would say okay, like it's 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 either of the two things. Most of, most of the time um I I get the privilege of actually being able to go home and sit down with the music properly and all of those things, you know. And really get to think about what I'm doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not in a rush. Um you have enough time to, you know, get inspiration from wherever you want. Um and then with other projects really it's just a thing of it's crunch time, let's move. Mm-hmm. You know? Like for instance, uh, an example of that, I recently directed a, a, a DVD recording project, uh, a live, live recording project um, sometime in December. So, mm-hmm. And like we literally had, um, I think it was a, a total of three days to rehearse for that whole thing. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I think it must have been about 15 songs or so. And now... The way, even the way it was, it was it, there was not a, there was not a time when I was able to actually just go home and really sit down with the music and all of that, mm-hmm. like I always preferred to, you know. It was a thing of you get to rehearsal, you decide on whatever that you decide on the music now, mm-hmm. and we move, you right. know. Yeah. Um, because again, there's also um, time constraints and all of those things that you need to think about. Um, so yeah, they, they, they really differ from project to project. Um, but yeah, the one that works best for me, where I feel like I, I, I make, I come up with the best results is when I'm actually in my own space. Cause I'm that one person, Vela Lugan, I really enjoy being in my own space mm-hmm. and being my own element and really get to, um, be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Joseph. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know actually. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being serious because one of one of the things is I I my how my mind works is that it's not organized uh, generally, mm-hmm. and and yeah, if you if you walked into a, my living space, you'd realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not as bad as you said. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but but seriously, but seriously, uh, it's really not organized. Uh, but so even my creativity is not organized, and it it, it doesn't yet make sense to me. Uh, and which is why I, I one of the fears I have is that. One of these days, I'm gonna need to be creative, and I won't be able to be because I don't know sure. how it happens. It's like, for instance, <laughs> 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 no, really, I really don't know how it happens. Okay. Oh wow, <laughs> those projects, <laughs> you don't know how they happen. <laughs> no, very genuine. So, wow. so for instance, I could, I could, um, I could say, you, you could send mm. me a song, right? That let's go record this song tomorrow. Mm. And I could listen to the song and feel like I have an idea for the song mm. and not know what that idea is. Mm. And yeah. I don't know how to make sense of that. But yeah, in that my head, so, yeah. so when, totally I, when, you, when I call you 
Mm. I'll tell you, yeah, I've got an idea for the song, mm. and I think it's gonna work. <laughs> you don't know what the idea <laughs> but is. I absolutely don't know what the idea is, and I don't know how it's, it's like writing a song. Same thing happens. Mm. I could have a phrase and feel like I have a song. Mm. Uh, sl- so talking about incomplete projects, it's like a lot of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like a lot of unfinished songs that I have where it it I obviously don't have the now the commitment to sit on a song that I have nowhere to plug mm-hmm. but but I could have a sentence cross my mind and in my head when I have that sentence without knowing the melody without knowing the harmony without knowing anything I feel like I have a song sure and, and that's a very huge commitment uh, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing and then, and then there are, there are moments where I try to direct my creativity like uh, when I when I recorded Neizimu's project uh, mm-hmm. the one that had Mudimukio yes uh, I don't know if it was because I was fasting, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that project, uh, when I went into that project, I decided to build the project on intros. Mm. So mm. before I jump into the song, I create an intro first, which is not usually how I, I arrange music. But also, there was a pattern to how I was approaching the intros. My logic was... Usually, when I arrange a song, I'll put the piano sound on mm. and then play everything around it. Mm. With Neizimu's project, I would put a a melody sound, like a synth sound mm. or a flute or whatever, to be the one that precedes everything and then build the harmony around the melody. Mm. So most of, if, if you listen to it, you'll find that it's built around melodies. Uh, but that's not how I did other projects. Mm-hmm. Other ones are reactive, where you you hear a thing in the song and, and it sounds like, yeah, this is the thing we want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get to rehearsal and as you're doing it, the vocals just sing and sound amazing on mm-hmm. another part. And then you react to that and like, I think I see. this yeah, is the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, I, I don't know. I, it, there's a lot of winging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool thing place. is that <laughs> when you're like Moses, Leading the children of Israel, <laughs> they don't know you've never been to Canaan. <laughs> so when you they, know you, they believe you. Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, but Moses. That's Moses a very nice Moses way of putting it. Oh yeah, but it's a very, it's a very humble way of putting it. No, no, but absolutely. The thing is, here's here's the other thing that's a reality. Most people are not honest about how much they had nothing to do with their successes, mm. like. True. You True. can mm, we you can only speak in retrospect about your success. Mm. Any success. Mm. It's like I listen to marriage couples telling us about what works in marriage. Mm. <laughs> and and you can tell that the things they thought would work um they only think they work because they it worked for them. But mm. the thing they thought would work has the potential to not work. Mm. And when it fails, it's like an example of how not to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But n- yeah. none of us really know. It's like mm. if if a simple thing, <laughs> and and um, I might be digressing. It's okay. Um, I know a couple, right? Mm-hmm. That looks pretty happy, <laughs> and the Lord is doing wonderful things in their lives. Mm-hmm. So, an incident happened when they were dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the husband was ill advised at some point, mm-hmm. and there was a disagreement, and he slapped the lady, and and she left. There was a disagreement, and they worked it out. Mm. And they got married. Mm-hmm. They've been married for a while. Mm. He's never done anything violent. Mm. Now, but the logical advice 
would be if you're in a relationship and a guy slaps you, mm-hmm. you should know. And I would advise you definitely leave, yeah. leave without announcement. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's that idea that, uh, and it's the same thing with everything. If if you record a song and it becomes a hit song, mm-hmm. and 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 I've had the privilege to be in the middle of the productions of hit songs, mm-hmm. and. We can only tell you after it's done. It's like, yeah, you know, we knew when we were doing that thing that we yeah. want to change. <laughs> but that is but we, knew, we knew absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, at that moment. Yeah, I mean, mm. I mean there are mo- and how you know we don't know. How, well, how I know mm. I know nothing is because there are songs that I recorded mm-hmm. and I was sure that this thing yeah. is going yeah, 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 yeah. to slap. <laughs> I have a lot of those. And it well. did nothing. Like, oh absolutely nothing. And mm. there are songs that I recorded that I thought we're going to do well. And they did well, but they did like a lot better mm-hmm. than I thought. Mm. Like case in point, mm-hmm. I knew in rehearsal that song was a banger. I mm-hmm. knew. <laughs> what I didn't know is that I would be driving wow. past Taxi Rings and hear that song. That yeah. one I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Wow. It was Exceeded your expectations. Yeah, mm. and there are others that were, I didn't even think about them. Mm-hmm. Like in the, in the album, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want them to hear this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, that one. Okay, so it's fine. We can put it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one, and that song that I didn't regard, mm-hmm. actually, and this is the experience with everybody who has ever done anything significant. Mm-hmm. But they won't tell you that because it doesn't work well for the PR that we have absolutely <laughs> no, no clue. Yeah, <laughs> no, we are all yeah. winging it in this life and we should behave like it. All of these predictions that we always make um, mm. before, um, just before recordings or just after yeah, recordings of, mm. yeah, you see this song. This one, ah, we must stay on this This is the song for the project. <laughs> yes. This is the song for the project. Mm. Yeah. And you say it confidently so, eh? Like you know something. Yeah, yeah. like you know something. And ah. then you just put that thing out there and it does nothing. And My then brother, all of a sudden when the whole project comes out, you just see one song you didn't even think about. Mm. All of a sudden it's the one that's moving. And it's not marketed by anyone. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. The people just decided. It's, mm. it's just moving on its own and it's like oh okay yeah and then you try when now with your expertise there to come and try to you know uh, figure out the patterns with yes yeah and you try to and you try to repeat yeah, yeah you, you try to crack yeah. the formula and, <laughs> and the formula sucks <laughs> <laughs> so it's like and and that's the thing man it's, it's I, I, I don't want to mention the name of this particular influential person who has been responsible for a lot of powerful projects. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But I think it's not a horrible story. Uh, Linda Lalumkise. Yes. Phenomenal, I mean, musician, businessman, everything. Um, he's been responsible for projects like Malaika, Mafigizolo, Joya yeah. Celebration. Yeah. And these are all hit projects. Mm-hmm. But don't make the mistake of assuming that everything he's ever touched was a hit project. Mm. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact... Uh, was it Kabelo who told the story about when he heard uh, the TKZ project? He told them that guys, this thing is not gonna work. Yeah, the music is too, <laughs> yeah, music is too congested. It won't work, and th- it went on to be one of the biggest s- albums. I mean, uh, was it Tukolo who bought an M3 from the project? Mm-hmm. Cash. Yeah. Proceedings of yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so th- it's it's that idea. It's like we really are just beneficiaries of grace mm. and. We, 
It's just that it's always nice for the interview, of course. If you ask <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. you want to tell you that, no, we <laughs> looked at the, the landscape mm. and we realized that, no, we need a change. Yeah, that's and what the decided, people want. Yeah, this is what we wanted to do. <laughs> and we shifted the landscape, but we shifted nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we shifted itself, eh? Yeah, we just happened to be there. My goodness. It's yeah. like I'm saying, when you're Moses, mm-hmm. they didn't know he's lost. And he was. Yes. <laughs> no, he was. He, he even admitted it to that dude where he says, no, man, because you know the mountains better. Mm-hmm. Come, come with us. <laughs> and when the Lord blesses us, we'll treat you well. Because mm-hmm. he was absolutely clueless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all That's your favorite so musicians. Yeah. Yeah. That's so they true. They are all clueless. They won't tell you. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you on, on their behalf. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Joseph, you speak about how you were quite unintentional about your career. You know, it's mm. not something that you had thought out. And in your journey um, of, of doing the amazing things that you're doing, would you say that you've struggled with comparison? Not in the way you would think. Uh, so my struggle has always been uh, trying to figure out how I'm able to get to how far I've gotten. It's like, mm. like it's always, um, again, mm-hmm. building on the backdrop of what I've already said. I don't know how you can be a Christian and not suffer from chronic imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Because, well, for me, there's a knowing in my mind that if God stopped for two seconds, people will know that I'm a fake. Sure. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, just if he just took sure. his hand That's off me for just two seconds, mm-hmm. then they'll start hearing that, oh, oh you not, see, this not make sure. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing. And, and so my comparison is, is, never, is never coming from uh, the usual place of, of, of trying to compete or trying to show up or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's always it's always that thing of, of, of being surprised that it's like whenever whenever people try to compliment me and they compare me to other producers mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, the people you comment comparing me to, like they could produce circles around me a hundred times. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they, they really most of the people that you would consider my contemporaries and peers in production. I a lot more informed than I am. They're a lot more talented than I am, and some of them a lot more experienced than I am. Um, and so, I- it's it's a bit of a tricky thing. Um, it, it's not even practical for me to compare myself to them because I know that I'm not I'm not at their league. You're yeah. not in that league. No, no, no. <laughs> all of them, all of them, are a lot further than I am. All of them. Like I have tremendous respect for almost every producer that that you, you is in rotation mm-hmm. uh, from the ones that have been there like Bongnubego mm-hmm. I mean you opened us up with a song yeah, Joyce, yes, uh, that, yes. that was a cool joint I mean we were commenting Yo. on it that, mm-hmm. that production was crazy and they were there without click tracks and all these other things and mm-hmm. they were killing it on that. so when you think about people like them who have been there longer Bongnubego Koli Tabete Osfiso, Mabuzo, uh, and a lot of them who were there that mm-hmm. era, yes. and the ones that came shortly after Bosia and uh, Bega does production also, and a couple of Bo Lebo Morolo, yeah. and 
And uh, who am I forgetting? Butumelo. Butumelo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to say the ones who came after that, because it's like it's like phases. Uh, mm-hmm. Tumelo is the one is the ones coming yes. right after that. Also, killing it on the highest level. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. Tumelo is epic. <laughs> it's not because he's here, but 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 genuinely, when 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 I look at all these landscape of musicians. The level of their talent, the level of their commitment, the mm. level of their information, it it always blows my mind. I mean, whenever I hear them play, I'm like, how? Where do you guys get all these chords? Because mm-hmm. they just sound light years ahead. So I, I think it freed me. It helped me. It freed me very quickly to know mm. that uh, it I I couldn't compete. Mm. I couldn't compete with any of them. It's I would lose you. every sure. day. I w- every day I'm losing that battle. Any any which one. Like from, you see from these three classes of producers I've just named, mm-hmm. from the ones that went before, the ones that came in After. around the same time with <laughs> yeah. me and the ones that are still coming mm-hmm. or all of them I'm losing every time. <laughs> any competition. So uh, that's what freed me. So mm-hmm. I, like I'm not I'm I'm never doing a production thinking is going to Beat whose production? Mm-hmm. I'm never mm-hmm. going on stage thinking, "Oh, so and so played." Because I'm like, it, "Yeah, I'm fine." Yeah, yeah. They played, and mm-hmm. they, they are always amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're saying that, I'm reminded by something Pastor My- Michael David said, mm-hmm. and he said, um, "I think Joseph had pride in his past <laughs> life or something, <laughs> because there's no way a person can be this humble." Uh, uh, Dumelo, you know, with your generation, right? Mm-hmm. The young cats, so they <laughs> call you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel any kind of pressure? Pressure? Uh, comparison, rather. Amongst your peers and your generation. Uh, well, yeah, I won't lie. There is. Because um, there's always questions, um, qu- especially around social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where you see a lot of this activity going on. Um, trying to... Um, Compare people, you can't even compare really. You know? mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a it, it it's sort of a culture that's slowly fading away as well. Um, I think people are becoming more receptive of um, people being different. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I think because this whole thing, this thing, it's it's something that has been preached quite a long time for quite a long time on social media. People are sort of now becoming. Uh, more receptive of the idea that um, really accept for pe- people for who they are mm-hmm. and um, let people be different, you know, without even having to try and compare them, you know. Um, yeah, but you're not insulting, but I, th- I think it's it's slowly fading away and we are winning the battle with this whole thing of trying to get us not to always be comparing each other and all of those things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, Especially if you look, it's 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 always gonna end up in like unhealthy debates and all of that. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm, makes sense. Um, it is now fifteen minutes to the hour nine, and we will be wrapping up the show in a bit. You still have a chance to send a comment or a question on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. Hope a live radio station shaping minds for a better future.
station with the best, 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 best music. Best music. I love the I music. Love the music. Best music. Yo, good evening again. Welcome to Hope Alive FM, right? Is that the name? Yeah, we've just officially fired Masima because we realized that she's not killing it. She's working. Yeah, really, yeah, man. So she I doesn't have the formula. Yeah. <laughs> she's not showing up. So I, I just oh came in as a gift of God just mm. to save whatever is left of this. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, Jeez. you know, you that know, guys, uh, <laughs> it's Masima's last day today, so there's a couple of WhatsApps that came in to just say bye bye to her. Uh, I'm gonna read the first one, um, it's from Tepo. Um, yeah, it, he says, Good evening, Masima Praise. Your journey is taking a pause at HAR, I hope live radio. Your contribution, ted- dedication, and your presence is highly appreciated. As you drop the mic at Hope Alive Radio, we are equally sad that you are leaving and happy for you as you grow in your career. We are a true, you are a true gem. Keep on shining. That is from Tepo. There's a couple of messages coming in. Uh, Dumelo will read. Um, I'll read a message from Mrs. A. a. Good evening, San Bonani. So saddened that you are leaving, girl. How? Let's see. Um, now forwarding the messages to Sukuland. Um, hear what God is saying. Bye, Sisi. Musima, you will be missed dearly. No emoji, no emoji. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, do I have my show back now? No, not yet. Please oh. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. Sit down, madam. You are still fired. Uh, we're still grooming you. <laughs> we are still grooming you. <laughs> yeah. Let's check out voice this notes. This is Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. The station with the best music. Best music. I love the music. Best music. Um, I hope everybody in studio is well. Um, you know, every time we would speak about what you're currently doing, I, w- I would always take you back to the conversation we once had. Good tourism, I even remember good tourism. We had this conversation where you were telling me what you wanted to study. I even forgot what it what it is. <laughs> I forgot what it is, but to see what God did with that rejection, you know. Um, it's it, it's beautiful to watch. It's so inspiring, you know. And may God brighten up the light that you are wherever you are going. Thank you so much for, you know, for gracing us here at Hope, a live radio station. Um, truly, we will miss you. I think I learned quite a pikinyana about me, <laughs> about the music side through the show. So um, thank you, thank you. I know. I hope, in actual fact, that this is not the last time we are hearing from you. Um, but yeah, ma'am, uh, and yeah. This is Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. Greetings, everyone, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior, and a special greeting to Musima. This is Kylie Sisivanyoni. 
Girl, I just want to congratulate you for the good time that you've given us at Hope Alive Radio. And yeah, as you are living today, just want to wish you well. Just want to wish you blessings upon blessings. Just want to wish you prosperous year and wherever you're going, may the good Lord grant you all of your hard desires man it has been good you've played a huge role also in my career for hooking me up with the um, interviews at hope alive radio and yeah man may you continue to be this cool may you continue to be lovely as you are and we appreciate you so much may the good lord amen and may you so higher and higher and higher and higher. We love you so much. Tim Mosima. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mosima girl. This is Cairo. And I just wanted to wish you all of God's blessings, all of God's success. Um, in wherever you're going, your new endeavors, whatever your hopes and dreams are that he planted in your life, may they all come to pass. You have been a great blessing on Hope Alive Radio. I remember the first time I did the interview with you, it was the questions were so profound and just how you led the entire session. I was so privileged and very honored to actually be with you and spend time with you and get to pick your brain and just your aura is such a blessing may god continue to elevate you may god continue to lead you may you follow him and your life go be splendorous and be more beautiful in jesus name i pray god's blessings upon you girl i love you and i thank god for you keep sorry can I have my show back now? <laughs> oh, she's crying. Oh, she's crying. Yeah, she, uh, yeah. Mr. Voice Notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Can we throw in our voice notes? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You want to start? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you've... Uh, for me, really, I think you've you've really been quite an interesting character to see grow into this whole thing, you know? Um, because now when I knew you, I never even knew you could even do radio, you know? Mm. And I think for me, you'll always be a landmark in my life as well, personally, because, I mean, the very first radio interview I've ever had, I did it here with <laughs> ah, you, my God. you know? And for that, I feel like we share something special already, and that's you touching my life. In, in some type of way, you know, I will always remember you for that. And I mean, you've uh, you've done so for many others, I believe as well. And you've just always had a way of bringing in people to studio and being able to make them feel comfortable. And you're really good at what you do. And I mean, even watching you do it, do it now, it was like, yo, this is mind blowing. Mm. I can never be this good <laughs> with, at this thing, you know. Um, but I really wish that um, God may grant you the desires of your heart and the seed that you have sown in this place, it, it definitely won't go unnoticed. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, uh, and you don't know, probably you are touching a whole lot of lives probably yeah. out there with um, the show that you, you did here. And I believe that many people's lives today are 
a little bit better because you came in and you played a part, you know. And yeah, I really believe that God will richly um, reward you for that. And I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Can you. I read a Bible verse? Yeah, yeah. Not to sound too spiritual, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just think uh, it, it might be relevant for this uh, turning point you are in. It's Hebrews 10, the 23rd verse. It says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope, not this program, uh, to the <laughs> hope <laughs> that we profess. And here's the, here's the kicker. Because he who promised is faithful. Mm-hmm. So I know that it might be unclear right now where you're going and how big it's going to get. Uh, but the one who made the promise is faithful. Gabriel says to Mary in uh, Luke, he says, your cousin Elizabeth is pregnant, who couldn't have kids for a long time. She's already six months pregnant. He says, the reason she's pregnant is because no word from God will ever fail. Mm-hmm. We wish you all the best. Thank mm. you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Yeah. Super powerful. And like I, these guys have said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> 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 no, but honestly, I think I'll touch on something that uh, Dumelo said, um, which makes it special, is the fact that I also had my first radio interview here. Wow. You know, yeah, and beautiful. and that will forever be there. Mm. Um, like whenever I tell a story to whoever, it's always my first radio interview was with Misima, and that's super special because you've actually done something in my life that will forever be mentioned, and that's mm. that's life changing. You so know, yeah. it means you really changed my conversation with people, and that's an impact. Sure. You know, mm. and for so how many for for how many people have you done that? You know, that's the legacy you are literally also still continuing with. Ne? And I always like to think um, it this way that if God has brought you this far, just that you don't see way. Yeah, like uh, what Joseph was saying when it comes to creativeness. Ah, you don't <laughs> know what's going on, <laughs> but you just get there. Yeah. Also, you you never. I don't think you've ever thought in your wildest dream you'll be here. Mm-hmm. So trust me, what's gonna be happening? You you wouldn't have ever thought about it. And that's what I'm trusting God for you. And I'm saying all the best. God is gonna take you in unimaginable. I'm wishing that we're gonna have this conversation, the yeah. three of us. Yeah. You know, mm. we're gonna. Yeah. Like, well, I remember you were at the radio. Look at you we right now. We, we told you. We told you. <laughs> we knew. We knew. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man, Musima, you've been such a blessing, and um, God is already blessing you. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I have my show back now. <laughs> Here, <Yeah, thank you. laughs> Whatever is left of it. Whatever is left of it. Right. I mean. My notes gone out the window, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, yeah, I'm at a loss for words. Um, just I'm at a loss for words, and I'm but I think more than anything, I'm so grateful for what God has done in my life, mm-hmm. and like you said, it truly was beyond my wildest dreams, you know. and God took all of that and he said, let me show you how good it can get. Mm. And I, I, I'd like to believe that it's not even 
five percent of it yeah. you know mm. and I'm, I'm so grateful to everybody who has supported my journey to my mother i'm so grateful to my friends um to the people who listened in the people who came i'm so grateful and i think it would be so unfair to to take all the credit you know um i want to send a shout out to my producer charisma Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank yes, sir. You. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Did you say charisma? Yes. NK. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, literally, um, for believing in all of my ideas, as mm. crazy as they sounded, you know? Like, I just be like, I want to do this, and you just found a way to put it together. You know, we did our first mm. event together, and... You just went with it so diligently, and I'm so grateful. Um, yeah, my name is Musima Praise, and for the last time, do remember that Jesus Christ is King, and He is coming again. Goodbye. Hallelujah. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.